This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. I want to say this to everybody. The rate at which men are falling into extramarital affairs is becoming serious. That God will forgive them is not the issue. But that you can stand. The Bible says unto him that is able to keep us from falling. And I want to show us that the reason why many sink is that when they are sinking, they don't shout. Oh, the number of Christians who collect bribes in offices like unbelievers, it's, it's amazing. Temptations will always come. But we have the ability to overcome. But you must understand that at times, you need to cry for help when you need one. And that's where I want to start from. Bible says one thing that is alone. It is true. And remember I told you, that's the scripture we are going to start with. A few scriptures like that. That what killed Uriah was not because he was fighting at the hottest part of the battle. What killed him was the second instruction. Set him at the hottest part and withdraw from him. Many times they don't withdraw from us. We withdraw from other people. If you check, the Bible says that the devil roars like a lion. Seeking whom to devour. If you are very familiar with natural world, four lions will face about 200 buffaloes. All they need to do is to cuddle off one. They will run towards them and all of them will run. They will just cut off one. And that is the prey for the day. When they face zebra, they do the same thing. Zebras can kick very well. But however big, Wild dogs, lions, hyenas, they all do the same, the same style. They say wild dogs are more successful than any other predator in the forest because they work together. You can see almost 30 of them, 20 of them. Lions don't get to that number. But wild dogs, they do. No matter the animal, they are very tiny. And they jump a lot. They will bring down the animal. All they will do is to run towards the host or the bunch. And people will start running. Then one will run the wrong direction. Then they cut up that one from the rest. When you begin to withdraw yourself, Christianity is created, can, the life of a Christian can be lived best as a family. Even though just like every family, those who will offend you most are the closest people to you in family. What can happen between you and your friend that you can never betray your friend? And it's at that point that you can talk about anything. I've seen friends like that. Who can tell you? Know, you know what? You know, one pastor said to me, he said, you know what? All of a sudden, when I see females in the church, I have an erection. He told me three years ago. Because he was so open to me, I will talk. Three years have come and gone, and he has not made a single mistake. If he had kept quiet, something would have happened. And are you that person that somebody can tell something like that, and that you will not use it against the person? This is the training that the body of Christ needs. That no matter what somebody tells you, you don't look down the person because of that. No matter how anointed the person is, he's still a man. And when he's telling you things because he doesn't want to fall. Oh, he's more terrible with women. The husband is telling them that, you know, I'm beginning to like my PA. You go gaga. Some women, some Christian women can pretend. They will listen and show compassion for the first one hour. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? And it's, it's important that we, we talk about this. We cannot afford to keep hearing of Christian men and all kinds of things happening. No matter how you look at it. When you stand where you ought not to stand, it will weaken you spiritually. 
and then joy will evaporate. The spirit of God that is in you, and your, even your woman's spirit, once you are born again, you have excellent spirit in you. It doesn't like dirty stuff. You begin to shrink. You just have something is not right. Hallelujah. And that will rob you of strength. Remember, cast not away therefore your confidence. You can't be living dirty and not confident. It's not possible. It will evaporate. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All over churches, all over the world. People are battling faith. Some are sinking and they are managing. They just don't want to tell anybody. But you see, at the end of the day, everybody will know when you sink. That's the truth. Everybody will know eventually. You should have one or two people in your life that you can tell anything. And they will never look at you anyhow. You can tell them anything and they don't look at you anyhow. Forget those. One of my friends that, that, that did it, I mean, they had to call themselves together themselves and they associate. And he told them, said, look, no matter what you have done, I will not remove you as a pastor. So some of them said to them, you know, we protect our reputation. Somebody feels as the head of choir, if I say I've done this, then they will remove you. And really in a traditional religious, so that's what they will remove the person. But when you first assure the person, it doesn't change anything. It doesn't mean that tomorrow, if I need prayer, I won't come to you and ask you to lay hands on me because I know this about you. Because that does not affect who you are in Christ in that sense. That the anointing won't cease because of that. But you see, you are getting rid of something that can destroy by being open. Hallelujah. The first person that showed up was the devil. Even after 40 days of fasting and prayer, your prayers will not stop the devil from coming. But it will empower you to resist every temptation. Did you get that? That is why prayer is beyond asking God for things. It gives you spiritual energy. Hallelujah. So after 40 days, and the devil did not fry. Even though Jesus had just fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Then the tempter, immediately after the fasting, he had received something unusual, a spiritual substance. And that was what the devil came for. He just, released, he just received an unusual anointing to operate by for the next three years. And then we came and he said, if thou be the son of God. And Jesus said, no, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. So Jesus said, when he, that was at the beginning. When he was getting to the end of the ministry, that day in Garden of Gethsemane. He began to pray, but the disciples did not pray. They didn't understand something. That is Matthew 26. And in verse 14 said to them, Watch and pray that you fall not into temptation. Anybody who doesn't watch and pray, you will fall into temptation. And temptations are all around. Watch and pray. Then he said, the spirit is willing. The flesh is weak. Your spirit man has the ability to energize your flesh to say no to temptation. But that is if you pray. So when he started praying, the disciples were sleeping. They did not know when they betrayed the master and fled each one of them. He told Peter before then, he said, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to have you. Ah, Peter didn't get the revelation in that statement. Before he met Jesus, he was Simon. When he was coming, Simon means an unstable person, a rich shaking by the wind. That was responsible for his fluctuating nature. So Jesus said, when Jesus saw him, he said, you are Simon, but I call you Cephas. I have just moved you from an unstable person to a solid rock. And I said, come unto me and I will make you. I will. He's always making people. He made Simon from an unstable person to a solid guy. 
But one day he called him Simon again. And he did call to Peter. That when God is talking, you listen. There are no macho, macho men in God. The Bible says, let he that thinketh is standing. See, the one, and I will show you in Hebrew chapter 4, the one who prays for his mercy every day. The one who leans on the strength from the word will stand. The one who thinks is standing will fall. If and when you begin to think that you cannot fall, you are already falling. That's what Rejoiner said. It's not that you are going to fall. You are already falling. That, are you following me? Praise the Lord. Amen. So, he says, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to have you, to shake you. He said, but I have prayed for you. Oh, God is wonderful. So that your faith will not fail. And Peter said, <laughs> you don't understand. So all these boys, they can forsake you. You can be talking to, to Philip, to Thomas. He said, but me, even if he means dying, he was not lying when he said that. But you see, without the power of the Holy Spirit, it will fall like a pack of cards. So Peter looked at his present state then and he said, I can't. He just didn't see it coming. I could do it. And Jesus said, no problem. Now, you know, I tell you what, before you hear <laughs> they come by the third time, you would have done it not only once. And the Bible said, he continued to swear. in me, me, lie, lie. He said, I, you don't understand. I have decided to die with you. <laughs> and Jesus didn't say anything again. Peter called this way. He said, I swear. When you die, die with you. All of a sudden, he started co- uh, uh, saying lyrics like Ruth and Naomi. When you die, I die. Your people shall be my people. I know we're looking at it. Now, really. <laughs> if you watch the film, when he did the third time, they were just taking Jesus to the prayers of Pilate. From afar, he just turned and looked at Peter and said, didn't I tell you? And the guy began to weep seriously. He should have just asked Jesus when he said that I have prayed for you. You surrender yourself. Woman beings love to defend. I will get there on Sunday. He made himself of no reputation. There is power in that statement. The more you let go of your ego, the more you depend on true strength of God. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. I have read of ministers. It was after they separated and experienced divorce, divorce and they moved away. And they thought it was over. When everybody was talking about the fact that he separated from his wife, some of the white guys, and he looked at it. So that was when the ministry went to another level. Because when you are weak, then you are strong. At times, a time comes where you have nothing you can lean on again, except Jesus Christ. And when you do that, his grace will be sufficient. When there's no other credential that you can stand on, except Jesus. Are you enemy? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. If the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak, all you need to do is to pray. When Jesus made that statement, then he went further and continued praying. And Hebrews chapter 5 talks about from verse 7, that who in the days of his flesh offered up prayer with strong tears unto him that was able to save him. And he was heard because he feared. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong cries, and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. Now, this death here, God saved him from death, didn't stop him from going to the cross. But you see, the fear of the cross was removed. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. It takes a spiritual man to have a spiritual understanding. The apostles did not pray that the Pharisees should not arrest them. 
They did not pray that Pharisees should not beat them. On the contrary, they were rejoicing that they were counted worthy to be beaten for the name of Jesus. That's another level. It is one branch that is another level to rejoice for suffering for the name of Jesus. That's a higher level. I get what I'm saying. Psalm 103. Let's read Psalm 103. Is someone getting blessed tonight? Praise the Lord. Jesus prayed like this because he sensed that the spirit was willing but the flesh was weak. So he began to pray. If you sense temptation, let me say this to everybody. The key word there is that watch and pray. Watch and pray. Watch first. Observe things going on in your life. Once it begins to look like, don't be like Adam and Eve. That when you are naked, you go for fig trees to cover yourself. It will not cover you. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. This is Jesus Christ. When he told her that the spirit is with the flesh, he went back to pray. And the Bible says an angel came from heaven to strengthen him. Because when you ask for strength, God will strengthen you. When you say you are strong, he will leave you alone. You don't look at the Pharisees. He said that if you were blind, then you will have no sin. But now that you say you can see, I'll leave you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. This is why we pray regularly. It gives us energy against temptation. Once you are left alone, negative thoughts are crossing your mind very soon and very fast. And the next thing, you are capable of doing any wrong stuff. You wouldn't know. What happened to David has happened to a particular man of God before. Got a lady pregnant and, a, and arranged for execution. He could not believe that he did that. When he, was, when he found out what he was, one that confessed himself and they arrested, submitted himself, they arrested him. He just could not believe that he could do that. No wonder Paul was saying, my flesh dwelling nothing good. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. But when you become a man of prayer, there is spiritual strength to resist every temptation. There is spiritual strength. Things that should happen that should bring you down. They pass and you are unscratched. Because you have been fortified from within. Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me? This is why prayer is important. Watch and pray. If all of a sudden you've discovered that now you take your phone and you find it comfortable to watch pornography stop. Watch and pray. Things happen gradually. From one minute of flipping through to ten minutes of watching to twenty minutes of watching and then to again and then you, you are subscribing for more. Watch and pray. When you observe something, pray. Catch yourself from within. No. Oh, in Jesus' name, this is not me. And begin to pray. Once you notice, you know, imagination is very powerful, right? Mind what you are thinking about. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's read Psalm 103. <laughs> bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget all his benefits. I want to read verse 8. Who oh, forgiveth all thy iniquities? The Bible said, the Lord. Let's read together. Another day, we'll talk about this thing called mercy of God. But I want to just tell you something. In His mercy, He can stop some things from happening in your life. Negative things. Also in His mercy, He can, with, he can withhold positive things. When He sees that they will destroy you, especially your spiritual life, because your faith is the most important thing to God. So the mercy does not always appear neat or as an act of kindness. So the Bible says that he killed powerful kings 
for his mercy endures forever. He said, the one who slew mighty kings for his mercy endures forever. And the Bible said that he, king, he killed Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy. That didn't look like mercy. But you see, he did it for his people. Hallelujah. So he can obstruct you for his mercy endures forever. And you are praying, Lord, that mercy. And he said, that is the mercy that you don't enter that place. Because it sees what you don't see. Many times, there is always a better plan than the one you are shooting for. Those who are patient will thank God for every opportunity you missed. Many times, some of them are distractions. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. I want to read verse 20. That's where I'm going. Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, akin to the voice of his word. Hallelujah. One of the things you can get from this is the angels, they... <laughs> They are strength in your life. Their involvement in your activities can increase or diminish. Angelic intervention part-time in your life, it's not always at the same level. And the Bible is showing you that when you speak the words of God, angels are energized or their activities will increase in your life. They akin to the voice of his word. So excel in strength means you can, be, you can excel, then you can fail in strength. But it doesn't describe the strength of an individual angel. It defines their role in your life. That role can be amplified or diminished. And you have seen that in your life many times. There are times appears a lot of things are happening. And then sometimes things are not really happening. I get what I'm saying. And the Bible is saying that many times, they have a lot to do with the words of your mouth. His masses are new every morning. It is not really God's plan that for some months, people are blessed with things happening, and then for some months, nothing is happening. And you cannot explain I see this is the prayer many, many Christians are in. Sometimes it has said every prayer they pray is getting answered. And at, at, at other times, every prayer they pray, nothing is happening. Check how often God's word is in your mouth. And this is very important. They do his, they hack into the voice of his word. And it does not matter whose mouth that, vo, that word is coming from. It's the voice they want to hear. This is why, apart from prayer, Develop the habit of speaking the word of God regularly. I started this service during worship by saying that atmospheres are very important. Demons don't just attack. They wait for the right atmosphere. They do. Even in the realm of the spirit on the negative side, they play songs. There are songs that when they start playing, they invoke spirits because they respond to songs. All spirits are like that. And there are songs that you start playing also, they invoke angels. When you start playing songs or singing songs about how great God is and about the accomplishment of the blood of Jesus, demons can't stand it. They go away. And you, it's your duty. It's interesting. When Benny was going around the world healing the sick and doing all that, his son didn't even tell him on time. Almost every night, demons will come to them and be making noise in the They couldn't talk to the boy, but they were making noise in the room. And the boy just decided. Because Benny just went to his room one day and he saw the boy playing Bible. He was sleeping, but the Bible was playing on. The word of God. And he said, his, the son is Josh, his, his name is Josh. Josh, what's the problem? He said, Josh, when, when did you start this? For the father was happy. He said, when did you start this? He said, when you were away, that demons always come to make noise in my room. He said, one day I just decided to start playing the word of God and they left. Without any, they couldn't stand Somebody sleeping, and what is vibrating in the room is in the beginning was the word. Even if we were the devil, you wouldn't stay. 
greater is it that is in you. All those words, you are a royal priesthood. He can't stand that. So the boy said that that is what I do. So many times, I, I will never forget. I'm not trying to establish doctrine from this. I met a guy one day. That's why I said that thing earlier. And that's why the Bible says that watch and pray. Don't begin to say it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's dangerous. What kinds of songs? I, I call some people here, your ringtone is horrible. For a long time, I didn't know that when people called me, <laughs> that one is a terrible, it's a, it's a demonic song. That one was playing. Then one of my, and nobody told me. One of my friends called me one day and he said, oh boy. <laughs> he said, you know, so when I saw, I said, play that song. When he played, I said, dear Lord Jesus, this is what I'm coming from my, immediately I called Glue. I said, you guys. <laughs> anyway, they changed it. They're serious. I'm telling you, 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 I was ministering to a guy when I was very sorry about him. He came to ask me a question. And I thought people come to ask you a question with a, with an answer already in their mind. See, some just wanted to agree with what they are saying. There is a way that I notice if as a lady you ask him about him. There is a way I understand psychology very well. So there is a way you appear. I know your mind is made up. I will just agree with you. Because some people, if you tell them the truth, they will just... See, it has happened to me many times. And I don't like losing people that are precious to me. You tell them something, they just don't come to church again. They don't, and then... The worst part is that that not coming again. I don't care where you go to. It doesn't really. I love with the love of God. Go where comfort, where the word of God is people. But the problem is that when you now start having problem in that marriage, human ego and shame will not let them tell you. They will think you will say, "Didn't I tell you?" But I don't say, "Didn't I tell you?" To people, no matter how many times I want people, when they are in trouble, I stand up at night to start praying. What is next? You are still my sister. I don't feel big saying that. Hey, should I told you? Who does that? If it's a true father, you cannot say because you want your daughter several and something happened and then you are happy. I mean, that's an irresponsible father. It's still your daughter, you share the pain. And I have two or three, I have people in my life like that. that I mean, I won't seriously, but they went to, but all of us are suffering together. The whole thing right now. Yes. Because they call you, you go there, you talk, talk to the man, he will calm down, then he will do it again. You go there, you talk to the man, and like that. And the cycle continues. Are you, are you following me? So people, people have answers here and then they ask you. All they want to hear, like we ask a dear lady, is the guy born again? She said he listens to TDJs. <laughs> I will never forget that answer. So we used to play around it in UI that. <laughs> so all of us in VHA, my fellowship then, so if a sister tell us about somebody, we just have, does he listen to TDJs? You know, we set a new standard. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, people can be wonderful. Somebody has to be told that you cannot force being born again on the person. Either he is spirit-filled or he is not. There is no middle ground. Is he born again now? He comes to church. He loves your message. Anybody can like my message. And anybody can hate the message. It's not a... I get what I'm saying. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Oh, glory to God. So, this guy came and he said... Anytime I want to sleep, I listen to blues, pop, all those songs. And he told me straight away, he said, don't tell me that it's wrong. So I just want to hear your opinion. So I said, so why are you asking me for my opinion when you've already made up your mind? But he said, the spirit of God is mighty. This question pop up in my mind. Instead of answering yes or no, he said, ask him, do you have nightmares? Of course, he just went 
You see, I, I, I pray for more of this, even personally, to be able to yield more to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has answers to everything. Many times he will tell you not to say yes or no to many of the questions people are asking you. Beyond the question, he will give you what to say that goes to the root of the matter. So when they said to Jesus that this woman was caught in that of adultery, shall we stone? Jesus candid. He saw hypocrisy number one. You said she was caught in the very acts. That means she was having sex when you caught her. You brought out the woman and you left the man. The man was their friend. Religion hates women and they will let go of men. It is okay for men to have four wives, but it is not normal for a woman. When a, woman, when a, a woman's husband commits adultery, society will easily and even forgive the man. But if it is the woman, it's a, you understand what I'm saying? Everywhere in the world, it is more serious if it's the woman. How can a woman come and tell pastor, what did you do? You see, uh, uh, I was sleeping with another man. Hey! That's what the pastor But if it's the husband, uh, you shouldn't have done that. We will find a way, find a way, find a way and forgive the man. And that is wrong. In Christ Jesus, there is neither man nor That's what the Bible says. You understand what I'm saying? But it is the way culture is. So they brought the woman and they put her in the middle. Jesus must have asked the first one, where is the man? You said she was caught in the air. So you dragged the woman low from the bed and left the man there. You just did like this to the guy. Oh boy, she's the problem. And they brought her out. And Jesus also saw that many of them in the It's amazing. How we do wrong stuff, yet condemn those who do wrong stuff. It is very easy to condemn people when you are still doing the same thing. The master looked beyond their question because that was about the most tricky question in the Bible. If he had said, don't stone her, <laughs> guess where the stones will come to? <laughs> because that would be a direct violation of the law of Moses. Who said that such parts should be stoned? So Jesus knew. So those stones were either for the woman or for whoever defended her. Then if Jesus had said that stone her, he would have violated his own ministry. He said the son of man came to redeem the lost. They wanted to keep saying the son of man came to save and seek. So concerning to anybody's death, we violate for God so loved the world that he gave us only that whosoever believeth should not what? Perish. His mission forbade anybody from perishing when he was on earth. And it's still, his mission still forbids anybody from perishing right now. So if the one who came to stop men from perishing should give, should give his consent to somebody perishing, mission dead on arrival. Did you get that? So that was a very, very tricky question. So Jesus said, Satan give them that utterance without that question. Then Jesus said that. He was writing on the floor. Waiting for somebody to rise. And I'm sure he heard the voice. He said that whatever he said, I heard as I heard from the Father. So he just spoke by the Spirit. He didn't say yes or no about stoning. He left the stone issue. And he said, if you don't have sin, cast the first stone. Ah! <laughs> the other said, ah, oh, get to me. <laughs> you know that, but <laughs> the guy took the stone. He was throwing it off. Ah! He looked at the guy beside him. They knew where they met yesterday night. <laughs> that was just said, ah, this guy knows he's going to get us. He get us. <laughs> Threw down the stone and left. The second one, one that just collected bribe in the afternoon, just thought about it. All of them had girlfriends. They all thought about it. That, ah, I'm all looked at the other one between the two of you. Like, oh boy, ah, let's be honest. And by the time Jesus would look up, nobody, 
Because without the righteousness of Christ, nobody can stand. That is why we don't get to the throne of grace and be quoting how we have done everything correctly. There is only one righteousness. That righteousness of Jesus Christ is the only thing. This is what a good unbeliever cannot make heaven. So those who say that many unbelievers are better than some Christians, maybe immoral behavior, yes, but you know what? It's an effort in futility. It is good for this art, but it has no place in heaven. The best of righteousness is like a few. How can a mortal man stand before God and be like, I've done everything right? A mortal man. You can't make it. And this is why we need to pray to people. Some Christians are moved because some unbelievers. It is good to have good moral standard. We support, we celebrate. Christians should have more. It's good. But it has no place in eternity. Nobody enters heaven because of being a good man or not. It cannot work. You can't be too good for God. Are you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. So Jesus said, so when he told them that they all left, by the time he would look up, nobody, nobody, not even one man, because nobody born of woman without sin, nobody. And Jesus said, I looked at the woman, I said, where are all these guys accusing you? He said, has anyone like he said, nobody. Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. It's a that that's all the master tells people, no matter the weight of their sin. Go and sin no more is beyond, it's not an instruction, it's power. But that is what he came to offer them. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. This is important. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord Jesus. When the Lord told me to ask that guy that question, he just opened up. And I told him that I don't need to talk about the songs we listen to, but I think you have the answer now. And I left. Then from that day, I didn't tell you what to do. He got home, he took all those cities and he destroyed. Here is the truth. When people conjure spirits to release things like songs and movies, if you partake too much, they will affect you. Because you're a Christian, those demons can't come into you, but they cause a lot of afflictions around you. It's true. Some of the things that people can answer, not to talk of the fact that you cannot be watching a film that is full of nude pictures and the rest. It will start affecting you. As you are praying, your soul is purified. But you see, those things that you expose yourself to them again, they grow in you. Check very well. If you see a lady and they think you are just looking at them to greet them, but beyond greeting them, your, your eyes, you, are, you know, some people have that kind of eyes. They, uh, it's laser. <laughs> and, hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, uh, Angela. Good morning. And she passes. When she goes, your mind is still playing her body figure, everything. See, check what to look at regularly. You will need to say no to certain things. It's like cobwebs clogging your spirit, coming on things. When you take it off and the deaths are still around, they set you again. But when you clean everywhere, then you are clean. I see when you are a Christian and you know it is wrong, but you keep meditating on those things. You will provide an opportunity one day. What you meditate on long enough will likely happen. An offer will come one day. You understand? A friend of mine told me this story. They had a maid staying with them. <laughs> and they were staying in the campus. And they had this maid. And they later found that some college students were always coming to have sex with her. She was very loose, always giving herself. And so they got to know one day that a guy just had, and they got angry. So in the night, they wanted to discipline her. They made her, they were all talking. And my friend was the one with the loudest voice. I'm this one. And she, he called his brother. Now, you know what she has done and told the brother? Don't know that the brother was quiet. <laughs> ah. 
So the brother just spoke up. He didn't do anything, but he just said, you know what? He said, my brother, let me tell you the truth. Only God saved me. He said, I found myself in the kitchen holding her in a very terrible way. He said, I just didn't go all the way for some reasons, out of fear. When he said that, then my friend to confess. Ah! <laughs> it's, it's honestly. And they all just went to see her. So they left the matter to their parents. <laughs> Let's be honest. He said, even me, that a few times, you know, when you say, oh, thank you for doing this for me, and you, the thank you is squeezing. Thank you, thank you. And all those things. And, oh, thank God for his mercy. <laughs> is someone blessed tonight? Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.